Thank you for listening to Flow Working, the entrepreneur's podcast. Make sure you find, follow, and please review us on your favorite podcast platform. If you're interested in being a guest on my show, you can sign up at flowworking.net. I'm your host, Megan Anderson. More people than ever are starting the entrepreneur journey and learning a lot in the process. On this show, I sit down with regular people who are running all types of businesses to discuss the ideas, opportunities, and strategies they're using to build, grow, and thrive as an entrepreneur. This episode, I sat down with life and business coach Angela McKay to chat about how entrepreneurs can use their intuition to channel their drive into a growing business that's aligned with their values. Welcome to this episode. I'm your host, Megan Anderson, and today I'm joined by my guest, Angela McKay. Angela is passionate about helping high achievers find and follow their intuition so they can confidently make decisions they trust. She's an HR executive by day, a partner, mom, business owner, and you guessed it, high achiever. Angela's learned to channel her drive into value-aligned action that energize her life and business. As an intuitive life coach and tarot professional, Angela uses a proven framework to help her high achievers engage their intuition as a day-to-day tool so they can say no to second-guessing and yes to that which is meant for them. Angela, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me today. I am so grateful for being here, and I'm so grateful that you direct this energy towards entrepreneurs and small businesses. Thank you. Yes, I have actually had so many mindset people and so many people come at what I love about these conversations is everybody takes it from a different perspective and different angle. Sounds like today we get to kind of dive into a little bit on intuition. Lots of, lots of great stuff that entrepreneurs need to hear about intuition because we should follow it more. But let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about your own journey. Sounds like you still have the day job-ish and are transitioning to entrepreneurship. So share with us a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey into doing what you do today. Oh, for sure. I like to do a lot of things. I mean, it's just a fact. I like to do a lot of things. So you're right. I do still work um, by day as an HR executive. So I've got that corporate world going on. Um, However, I had, as a tarot professional, I had been doing readings. I got my life coaching certification and there was just some other life experience that worked its way in that uh, was about a couple years ago. I started to take it really seriously and start a business um, on the side as an intuitive life coach and a tarot professional, which allows me to kind of fulfill all these wants and desires that, that I have going on. I think that's a great way to start a business. I think everybody has that. I had a passion and I think it's either I had a passion and I followed it or I had a corporate job I hate and I quit it. (laughs) Right? That's kind of how it goes. So following your passion, share with us a little bit because not everybody, while I'm a tarot reader myself, so I'm highly familiar, share with us a little bit about, you know, getting started from, let's call it woo-woo. Okay, it's not really, but from that, not truly traditional path of coming into tarot reading to life coach. What was that like for you? They go hand in hand. I mean, as soon as you say that, they really do go hand in hand. Um, so when I work with clients on the life coaching front, I do blend tarot into it if they if they want it, and they all do want it. But the powerful questioning and holding space for somebody in the life coaching space is very similar to the powerful questioning and holding of space Um, for people in the tarot space. It's just a matter of um, encouraging the insights, broadening your insights. Um, A lot of that can come from that tarot area. So they actually marry very well. 
Yeah. I think it's interesting. A um, lot of misconceptions about tarot that it's like fortune telling and future telling. It's really no, it's actually, I call it today telling. Like <laughs> what's yeah. going on now. It is the really energy of the present. Yep. And that, that is where that intuition and in a lot of times plays into who you're working with. So let's mm -hmm. talk about intuition because I think a lot of times I love your, you're like, it's not a woo-woo topic because it really is not. We could call it a lot of things. We could call it our gut instinct, the drive, mm -hmm. the risk-taking, intuition, all those things that entrepreneurs actually possess in spades. But what is it about intuition, especially for those of us who are that risk-taking entrepreneur that sometimes we ignore it, but how could we pull it back in and really use it to help us in our businesses? That's what I love. Like you are now touching on like what I absolutely adore. So I work with people on, on connecting them to what I call their forever tool, which is their intuition. I believe that it's the best thing that you can be using your, for yourself as an entrepreneur is being able to back up and truly tune into what it is that you have going on. Um, I had mentioned being in the HR space, that is a very conservative, compliant um, space to live in. Um, so I do live there. I also live in this very intuitive side. And I think until you start going over into that side, there is that idea that it is woo. And there's kind of that it's too woo for me sort of thing, which I say to no one, like it is not too woo for you. This is that tool that you have built in that we really want you paying attention to. As an entrepreneur, your connection to self is probably more important than anything else that you have your eyes on. Can you share with us maybe a story from either yourself or your client or how you've seen when someone embraces intuition, how that's impacted life, business, you know, taking it on, how does that show up for them? Yes. If you, if you are able to connect yourself to find and follow your intuition, if you are able to reconnect to self, if you are able to, like you said, that, that gut instinct, you're going to see less second guessing. You're going to see less overanalyzing, less ruminating. You will be able to put a lot of that to the side because you are going to find that trust within yourself to make the decisions that you need to make. It saves a whole lot of time and energy. <laughs> yes, it does. And I think in, in that second guessing space, man, I, I, I think every entrepreneur really, really mm -hmm. understands that. Mm -hmm. You know, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? Why am I here? That kind of second guessing. Um, so how can, for people who are listening, what's a, you know, maybe even just that baby step, that first step that they could take to really do day to day to really start even just tuning in to what that feels like for them? I mean, I will admit that it is a process and that's why I entered into coaching with the package that I did to walk people through this process. But the number one step in that process, as cliche as people want to make it is self-care. And I, I say I, I'm on a mission to take the cliche out of self-care. It's not a bubble bath. It's not a manicure. It's not getting a coffee while you shop. And I'm not naysaying those things because it can be those things within a package. But it's actually much larger topics than that when you're talking about self-care. Self-care is in engaging in activities for optimal whole health, mind, body, and soul. Until you are able to start recognizing that you yourself are worth taking care of, and the ways in which to take care of yourself. And I work with clients on seven ways, many of them cross over, so it's not as exhausting as it sounds. But until you really start diving into that space, until you really start centering, figuring out who you are, 
you're not going to find the quiet space that you need to tune into the self that is speaking to you within your business. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. And I love that it's a, a framework. I love that it's because I don't know an entrepreneur out there who wouldn't be like, yeah, she can walk me through a process. I do processes. So that's great. <laughs> but it's not, I think a lot of times we hear the term intuitive coach and it's like, oh, it's just kind of, it sounds like, nope, it's yep. pretty structured and framework frameworked and that's a great way to put it it's a framework the first step is self-care and i think that's such an important piece is that entrepreneurs are we we give first off it's i mean the more work than you ever thought you were going to put into anything in your life but it's that giving nature that they have that serving nature that really doesn't serve so if it's not just bubble baths what's one of your personal favorite ways to take care of yourself that you might be able to share with us that would maybe re resonate with the audience? Oh my gosh, there's so many and I'm so awful at, at choosing, right? So I'm going to say, I'm going to say one thing and then shift to the other. So boundaries. However, um, on a very specific instance, I had to find time for myself in which it was dedicated to me and quiet and processing. So I became an early riser. I'm an early riser. I like to get up before the sun. With summer here, it's a little more difficult to get up before the sun, but I like to get up before the sun. I do a short meditation. I do some journaling. Um, sometimes I pull tarot um, into my journaling. I do a little bit of reading. That time in the morning is very quiet. It's very peaceful. It's all for me. And I tend to be an anxious waker. So it allows me to take the edge off of whatever that is that I wake up with and step in really calmly into my day because the day will throw things at you. And the more solid your foundation, the more that you can weather what's happening throughout the day. Yes, there's plenty of really well-known, I'm not even going to go list them, but the morning routine books where, mm -hmm. you know, we talk about that morning habit. And so I, mm -hmm. that I think is a huge tip for people to understand, especially as an entrepreneur. And I'm going to give a caveat to that. If you're a night person, do it for yourself at night. Mm -hmm. Whenever your energy, so if you're like me, I'm a morning person, I'm up with the sun, ready to go. That's my time. You know, I utilize it with my partner and that's, that's how we put our boundary around our relationship. But if you need self time, find it when you have the energy to give it to yourself. So, and you just touched on such an important point. Um, so when I am working with them on that self-care, it is completely personalized to you because I know that I used to, you'd see everything about journaling and I would try journaling. It looked great. It didn't work for me. And it's because I was coming at it from a way that I was told to come at it from, or that I saw to come at it from, and it just did not work for me. I had to find what found, find what worked for me. So like, as you're talking about the morning or the night person, yes, we do not want to work against ourselves. Our self is telling us something about how we work the best. So it is, it's about tailoring it to what works for you rather than looking around at everybody else and saying, well, this works for them. That's the direction I should go. Oh, you'll wear yourself out so quickly. Oh, so fast, so fast doing that. And I, I, I love sharing this story, but it is, it's my own intuition and listening to my gut for the first time. Mine was my dishes. I did them when I was supposed to after dinner and you see the place I'm in and I hated it and I was fighting it. And shortly after my divorce, I'm, I remember the day I'm standing at my sink and I'm in tears. I'm angry and I don't want to do this, but it has to be done. And this little voice, welcome to hearing intuition said, 
you know, you could do this in the morning when you have the energy to do it. And I went, Oh, so now I do dishes while my coffee's brewing. See, and I mean, it's examples, it's examples like that, that you start fighting against the, it should be done this ways until you finally get to the point where like, who said, who said that it had to be done that way? And I think entrepreneurs do find themselves in that space a lot because we read a lot, we watch a lot, we see a lot, and we see all of these, you know, recipes for success and you want to be that. You want that for yourself. So then you prescribe that to yourself and it just doesn't work. So then you think you failed. It was just the wrong system. It was just the wrong system. And you completely lost sight of what it is that drives you and of what it is that you're passionate about, why you're passionate about, and where that pull is coming from and really keeping an eye on that pull. Yeah. And that, that is that, you know, intuition, that inner voice that, mm -hmm. you know, and I think it, it's that, and you, I know that you work with high achievers and I can't think of a higher achievement group than entrepreneurs. <laughs> I love <them. laughs> I've been doing 10,000 things. It's, it's why that's the audience for the show. Cause I love them. I am one, have been one for a long time. Um, but you know, a lot of what we're talking about is making these gut decisions that don't feel they're like, Oh, well, I'm supposed to be using, and again, I use the word supposed to, you know, data and metrics. And, and if that's your thing, but how can you set it up to where it's like, we use this term value aligned, or how can you set it up to where what you're doing and what you're following, it feels good to you so that it is easy to follow? Yeah. Um, there's a lot to understanding yourself. So that you actually hit on the second phase of what the coaching package is. There's a lot to understanding who you are and what you believe to be true and why you believe it to be true. Um, Beyond that, there's a big understanding of knowing that it doesn't have to be done right now. So like when you talk about the data and the metrics, yes, those are fantastic things for your, for your business and every business strategy person will make sure that those are happening in your business. But understanding that you can work your way towards that and it doesn't have to be done right now is one of the biggest piece instilling pieces of advice that you can put there for yourself one day at a time, one thing at a time, work on that thing that you're really drawn to right now, the rest of it will come. If you're trying to take it and shove it into what you're doing right now, again, that's another recipe for disconnection and burnout. You will fall apart quickly. So understand that yes, those things are out there and you don't have to ignore them. You can set them aside. They can wait. That's some really good advice. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, you know, because we get in and we've all been in this position in, in our, especially early in our entrepreneurial journeys or when you're making a transition, let's say you're letting go of the job and then there's that money focus, that absolute panic of I have to have. And so I think we had this want to find that way that someone else did it mm -hmm. that gets us to that money. Maybe you can speak to this. Maybe you've seen this happen, but how does following our intuition really help us like streamline the, Oh, that's where I'm trying to get with my business is actually achieving that freedom space. The way that I, I mean, the way that I look at it is you do have that big grand vision and fortunately, unfortunately high achievers want that big grand vision done like yesterday. <laughs> so, I mean, we're always chasing it kind of in that direction, mm -hmm. but if you take that big grand vision and you allow yourself to come into your space right here and let that big grand vision stay out over there, 
And then, oh, I mean, there's, there's tons of habit books about it, but if you just take that one small step that takes you towards that vision today, you're going to be better focused. You are going to make more progress because you're not going to be going in 10 different directions and you're going to be choosing something that feels good to you. And it's important that it feels good to you. I mean, if it feels good to you, you know, you're tapping into that value aligned, you know, you're tapping into that intuition. Your big vision is out there. It's amazing. Find something to do today that is acting like someone who is in that big vision and just Mm. let that be your focus. Yep. Yep. I love that. Because really, this this is what we have. (laughs) Yes. Someone recently talked to me about taking imperfect action because it's action. And that's really what you're talking about. Just right here. It doesn't, you know, don't, don't overthink it. Just do what's yours today. Yep. I have a note right over my desk, two of them, progress, not perfection and let go and take action. They are sitting to my left. They are always there. Um, because unfortunately with high achievers, you do often find a lot of perfectionism um, because we don't want to fail. We don't want it to look bad. We didn't want to waste our time. Like there's a lot that's within that bucket. But when you look at that big, bold vision and want to have it right now, you just take your energy and you scatter it, scatter it in far too many directions. And again, we're burning out. Yeah, that, that burnout is huge. And I think I would, I would have to say, I think more businesses fail because of the burnout than the fact that they had a bad idea or they, they couldn't hack this business owner or they just couldn't get to the revenue. I think it's really yeah. the burnout. I'm going to talk about that enough, I think, for, for lots of us that we're not pulling into ourselves. Um, so without diving into all the details, when you're walking through, uh, and especially for high achieving people, entrepreneurs, you know, those risk-taking humans, working with you as a framework, you know, how does that framework really help them, you know, get into a, a, the habit and the process so they can, you know, tap to that every day? Mm-hmm. So really the goal is being able to make decisions more quickly and confidently. Because I know that we all want to stop spinning our wheels. We all want to move forward more quickly. So it really is that connection to intuition that's going to, going to allow you to make those decisions more quickly and confidently. The meat of that framework is really when we start working, I start working with clients on the lenses through which they see the world. Because the lenses through which they see the world are what are um, allowing them to choose the action that they take. When we can start dividing those lenses and they can find themselves in any moment, in any point of the day, and ask themselves which lens they're looking through right now, and then shift into the lens that they know to be themselves, that they know to be the truth, their big T truth, then we can get out of those other lenses that they're looking at the world through. So by the time they're done, they're walking away with a framework that allows them to apply that to any moment of their day. So entrepreneurship, absolutely. But really anything that you have going on in your life, be it um, relationships with family, your children, um, whatever it is that you have going on, you're able to really sink into where am I right now? Literally, where am I right now? Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I was raised in a generation that said, you know, focusing on self is selfish. Mm-hmm. And I think there's, you know, I'm the, I, I'm the beginning of the millennials. So there's millions and millions and millions of us that were raised that way. That is yep. that, that mm-hmm. I focus is actually a selfish thing. But I think it's what you're, what I'm hearing you say is it's just, it's vital. You can't run business and life separate from each other. So you can't take your intuition and plop it over in one side or the other of your life. Correct. 
because that, that self-care is selfish. <laughs> if so, okay, then let it be, you know, there's kind of that, that attitude towards it because in taking care of yourself in being able to tune into yourself and in being aware of why you act the way that you do allows you to show up better for your people and your priorities. Taking care of yourself is what makes you better for everybody else. You are not worth anything to anybody else or your business if you are wearing yourself so thin and can't hear what's going on in your own head. So it's not selfish. It's essential. Yeah. It's essential so that you can come into a, a space of responding rather than reacting. And as entrepreneurs, we can fall into reacting a lot because everything feels urgent. Everything can feel like a fire. But if we're able to tune into ourselves and figure out what's important in a moment, then we can work over into response. Yeah. And that's huge. I mean, we're serving clients. We're running teams. We're, mm -hmm. you know, going and making sales. I can't, you know, we've all shown up to this sales call. I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. There's no way the sale is actually going to happen because I'm so drained and dead that I've got right? nothing to give. So right? you're doing justice. Like, uh, for me, I know I need to be rested and fed. If I am not rested and fed, we're not getting anywhere. No, no, one's, <laughs> not with me at least. <laughs> no, nope. I, you know, this is this is a personal area I've been working on in my my own life. Is that you know we call it a work life balance. I, I'm not really sure balance is ever that. I I think it's an integration. It's a blend. It's a blend of what works mm -hmm. and what doesn't work. And you know, my I have a, a wonderful life partner that is constantly telling me. You know, you get to pick what you do today and nobody's judging you that it's not business stuff. <laughs> They're right. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It could be the dishes. It could be the laundry. It could be taking your kiddo yesterday. I took my kiddo out to play for half a day because that's what needed to happen. That's what I felt like doing. And that was what was bringing me joy. And I went, okay, that's what we're doing today. It was yes, great. And what, I mean, if people just understood that that time that you took for yourself, the amount of processing that that allows for you to be doing in the background that you're not even thinking about while you're rejuvenating yourself and having fun and enjoying some, you know, some life on this planet while we're here, there is so much benefit to it. I mean, scientifically researched benefit to it as well as feel good. Yeah, because when you allow yourself, because I think that's the biggest thing as an entrepreneur, we didn't start this to work 90 hours a week. We didn't, you know, and a lot of us find ourselves there in that overworking and overdoing and overachieving. And it's like, especially for those of us who are doing it by ourselves, nobody's telling you, you have to do it today. If, if tomorrow at five would be better tomorrow at five or next week, or, you know, procrastinate on purpose if it works for whatever mm -hmm. that task is. So I love mm -hmm. how you're talking about, oh, just today, just, mm -hmm. <laughs> just what's today. Yeah. Um, so I have loved this conversation. This has been quite a, an interesting conversation for me because I'm a huge believer in our guts, the thing and ourselves, the thing that we should be focusing on to mm -hmm. actually, you know, achieve all those beautiful big dreams that we have in the world. Um, so thank you for joining me and sharing some of your insight about intuition and how we bring it into our entrepreneurial lives. For the audience who's listening, if they would like to get connected with you, learn more about what you do, have a conversation with you, what is one great way for people to connect with you today? I would say that my website is probably the hub. So AngelaMcKayLLC.com. 
Um, and if anything else, they can grab the, the free resource that I have right now called the F word shift from frustrated to focused in three easy steps. I have it on my desk. It really is that simple. And it allows you in those really frustrated moments to pull back, figure out where your focus is and move forward with a lot more ease and peace. So they can just grab that. Wonderful. So tap the link. It's down in the descriptions below for those watching or listening. Grab that free resource, which is wonderful. If you feel compelled, connect with Angela and get some more intuition in your own day. Angela, thank you again for joining me. I have enjoyed the conversation and I'm sure that the audience has learned a lot. Thank you so much. Yes, to the audience who joined us today, thank you for joining us. I am wishing you peace as you flow off to the rest of your business day. And we will talk again soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Flow Working, the Entrepreneur's Podcast. Make sure you find, follow, and please review us on your favorite podcast platform.